You're listening to the History Bridge Network. Letters from My Old Man, hosted by Lawrence Sanji. Hello and welcome back to Letters from My Old Man. Some of the letters we're going to read today and on another day are those which were mentioned by Veronica in her letters from March 5th. She reacted to his letters, and these are the letters he wrote. In my father's position in the Philippines, he had just shifted outfits, no longer the commanding officer of the 383rd Aviation Squadron, but now he has moved on to the 15th Air Depot Group Headquarters Company. At the very end of a very long and somewhat celebratory letter about what their future house should look like. The final paragraph reads, Perhaps you can see through my writing that I've been celebrating. My orders have come through, transferring me to a white outfit and to staff work. As of today, there is a new CO for the 383rd, and I like it that way. Love, Mike. What makes him happy about switching? February 19th, 1945, with his new assignment, Headquarters Squadron, 15th Air Depot Group, Army Post Office, 12 p.m. San Francisco, California, February 19th, 1945. My dearest Mike, I am now possessed of a new sense of freedom. The current headaches no longer exist. No reports to make, nothing to sign nothing to supervise, and especially no files to drive me crazy. Where formerly I had hundreds of men under me, I now find myself with one puny corporal and one desk, period. As information and education, I and E officer, my day's work is completed in about one hour and all for the same pay. A sinecure, if ever there was one. Giesling alone remains with the 383rd, and he's doing his worst to get out. He hasn't been very successful, but he's still trying. Received one of your V-mails of January 19th. Everything is catching up, even the age. Everyone thinks or guesses I'm about 28, so I ought to live to reach 90 without any trouble. By the looks of things, this Pacific War may end before the European War. With a scant 750 miles from Tokyo, anything may happen, and I think it will. The Germans have reported that whole cities have been missing. Looks like the island of Japan will soon be missing. You stop worrying about Michaeline. She won't choke or smother to death. And after nine months of nursing, she won't become sick from anything. Until such time as the physician starts prescribing for ailments, you're a fool to worry. Just give it a fair try. Stop worrying. Love, Mike. February 20th, 1945. My dearest Mike, my transfer to the 15th ADG means that I will move down the road 
some 250 yards. If I care to, I can move into a tent with a bamboo floor, but I don't care to. Already, I've started the foundation for a new tent with a solid floor. Tomorrow, the framework and the tent itself will be added, and there you are, or rather, there I am. I'm remaining with the 383rd until my new tent is complete, and that should be tomorrow. The way I've been constructing tents, I could put one up in my sleep. Tent or no tent, I'm glad to have rid myself of the racial problem. Giesling alone remains, and he's doing his fastest for a transfer. I hope he's lucky. Some of your January 8th and 9th V-mail caught up with me today. As for answering Cousin Joe's letter, she didn't complain. It's my fault for mentioning it so clumsily. Beg pardon, ma'am. I purchased another watch today, a Boulevard reproduction of the Air Corps Flyer back watch. It retailed for 40 pesos or $20. It couldn't be purchased commercially for less than $35. In this respect, the PX items are money savers. Since this is still considered a combat area, although there isn't a Jap left, we still receive a free issue of cigarettes. When it is no longer considered a combat area, cigarettes will have to be purchased. Even then, they will cost about four cents a pack, a cheap price for the usually expensive habit. Love, Mike. Four cents a pack. I gave up smoking Lucky Strikes and Paul Malls when they were $1.75 a pack because I refused to carry that many quarters. But in 1945, in the Philippines, while people shot at you, they were still four cents a pack. Mike mentions he's happy and free of the ongoing racial problems within his 383rd Aviation Squadron. Not that there was out-and-out -out racism between his black outfit and white outfits, but within his squadron itself, there were a number of court-martial problems that always continued. In fact, a little later, we will read from his transfer papers where his colonel addresses just such things. But you'll have to wait to hear that. You've been listening to Letters from My Old Man, hosted by Lawrence Sanji. Veronica's letters read by Trish Wiskowski. Produced by Jason Rood and distributed by History Bridge Productions. For more information, check out HistoryBridge.net. That's HistoryBridge.net.